Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Sunfire Tavern. Uh, I'm here with my lovely co-host Ollie. Hi Ollie. Hey, what's up everybody? And we are 20 episodes, well not 20 episodes, 20 episodes? Yeah, 20, 20 episodes. 20 episodes yeah. yeah, 20 episodes in. That's a lot. Um, yeah man. And if you want to follow us, you can follow us on social media. Uh, on our banned Twitter account, which is at Sunfire Tavern, which still is banned. Um, still working on getting that one undone. We're starting to peek out into Instagram as well, which is, again, Sunfire Tavern. Uh, and you can you can hear us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. So we're all over the place, all over the internet. So, um, so as, a preface, sorry, as a preface to the pot, you know, for, for, for the viewers, so what's, what happened to the Twitter account? What What happened? I have no idea. So I think after an, a Twitter account goes inactive for a while, because obviously we took a break and we didn't use it for like two months, mm. um, they assume that it's closed and they ban it. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's super So it's auto-banned. And, and the problem is because it doesn't have two-factor authentication attached because we never needed it to start mm. with, but I'm going to do that when we get it back. Um, instead of sending you like an email saying, oh, do your two-factor thing and re reactivate it, they're like, well, you can't reactivate it, so you have to contact customer support. And their customer support queues are like a month long. Jesus. Yeah, so it's going to be a while before we get that on. We, we could just create a new one at some point, though, but we'll see. <laughs> just migrate, this is it, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's a bit of a pain with Twitter. Um, but, Ollie, so um, this week our agenda is kind of... I feel like we're going to be focusing on one point more than the others. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to start off with the usual asking you know, what we've been playing. We'll do that in a moment. Uh, and the next point is to Valheim, which I think we both know what that means. Uh, Division Episode 6, the Halloween special, which aired on Friday last week. It's now, what are we on now? Monday the 15th. So this aired on... Uh, the 12th? Friday. 12th, possibly. Yes, I can't do math, so I'm going to assume that you can. 12th. So 12th. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that'll be the 12th of Feb's episode. Then the next point is PS5 and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Um, very cryptic uh, point yeah. to a very simple thing that's happened. Uh, and then the Silent Hill rumors that have been starting to surface in the last few weeks. Mm. And then Ollie also tells me he's got a brief uh, trivia question for me as well, which we'll do at the end. Yes. Um, and hopefully it won't take several hours like the Smash question did last no, week. No, 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 no. Well, I'm going to limit it. I'm, I have a time limit on it as well, and then we can discuss afterwards. Uh, some, some okay. Stuff, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Ollie, what have you been playing this week? Right. Well, um, I think as most everyone has been playing um, Valheim. Uh, I've been playing. <sighs> I played a lot of Valheim this weekend and uh, started playing on the weekdays. Um, what else have I been playing? You know, obviously, usual League of Legends uh and um Tekken. I'm slowly climbing my way back to gold in League of Legends because the there was a league reset. Um so that's that's happening very slowly and uh looking to and to clash maybe this weekend, which is like their week their like tournament system thing, which seems to break the servers every single time they do it. Um but yeah, that's mostly what I've been looking at. Oh and I have my eye on Neo two. I'm looking at it and Neo thinking, 2. yeah, because Neo 2 came out on PC recently, and I've been waiting for that oh, game to come out on okay. PC, and I'm like, hmm, should I... It's the Samurai Dark Souls one, isn't it? Yeah, 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 so, yep. so, so it's... Because there's, there's Neo and Nia, and I always get those two games confused. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not Robot, it's not ro Robot Future uh, Sad Boys. The oddly sexy protagonist, yes. that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which is also a great game, but... Uh yeah, Neo Two. I'm looking at it because I need, I've been uh been been looking for a single player like sort of like action game to play to sink my teeth into. Um, although now that I've started playing, I I decided to buy Valheim instead, and um that might be doing it for me anyway. So um anyway yeah. So what have you what have you been playing and watching uh this week, Carl? Uh well, I've also been playing Valheim, so my friends, in fact, it was my Sea of Thieves friends, Sea of Thieves friends, who had gone off and started playing Minecraft obsessively, and they got really into it, and I think they maybe felt a little bit bad that I was being left out, because mm. I hate Minecraft. I've played it religiously when it first came out, but I've, I've had my time with that game. So one of them was like, oh, you should try Valheim, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do another crafting experience, this is going to be crap. Mm. I've probably lost about maybe 80 hours so far since that game came out oh, into the God. game. It's it's sucked me in hard, and yeah. we've we've now got a hosted server. We've but we'll talk about that as we get to it. We don't mm. mention that now. Um, the other games we've been playing is Super Mario 3D World, which came out last week. Fantastic. Plus Bowser's Fury, which I haven't played yet, but we got to play it online with four of us. Sorry, I'm yawning again. 
As soon as we start doing the podcast, as soon as we hit record, I just start yawning. It's, a three ep- it's okay, we're on like a three or four episode streak now of a yep. yawn per episode. So It's always going to happen. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I don't yawn normally, it just it's on the podcast. Maybe it's a thing. Maybe. Maybe this is it. Maybe um, it's just my voice. You know, this is it. I just, it's too I soothing. You know, I, I, do, I do admittedly run a bit of a sleepy stream in the evenings for some friends, so and they normally fall asleep as I'm just playing video games and chatting. So, you know, maybe this oh. is the thing. Maybe this is it. I'm ASMR. Maybe that's what it is. It's, it's, yeah, you're like, um, uh, what's the word? Oh, it's the drug that they give um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, she puts this drug in the doctor's soup, and I can't remember the name of it now. Nightbane? Nightbane? Who knows? I'm talking nonsense here. <laughs> um <laughs> What I'm talking about. Uh, it's, it's, have you ever seen Night Before Christmas? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, it's a fantastic movie from like the nineties. Mm-hmm. It's a like claymation style, so it's all hand animated. Oh wow! And it's just it's 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 a musical. It's by Disney, directed by Tim Burton, and it is just oh. phenomenal. It's such a good movie. Okay, maybe and I it, have it's seen it. Hyper iconic as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen yeah. the characters and like clips from it i don't know if i've actually sat down and watched the whole film but i do you should you should give that a chance yeah. like i think you might like that mm. that because you like anime and you like kind of unusual stories and stuff mm. i think that might actually talk to you like you might quite enjoy that one yeah um honest. but otherwise so been playing 3d mario we, we got to play it online with a group of friends and you can play as four and the game is not designed for four players but that's i think what makes it kind of fun because mm. um, it's just four people going through the single player levels at the same time so you were like throwing each other off the side and like throwing shells at each other and stuff, and it's just carnage and chaos, and it's really really fun. Yeah, that's great. Um, which which is unusual for Nintendo because their online usually sucks, but mm-hmm. it's really good. So we played a bit of that, um, a little bit of Overwatch, and then a bit of Fortnite, and that's been it this week, really. Yes, but now we can go on to the big topic, <laughs> Valheim. What a game! So, Where is this? Co- this just came out of nowhere. Yeah, this game. So, like, so for people who haven't played Valheim yet, Valheim is on paper sounds pretty like standard and pretty boring, right? So it's like a survival game where you play as Viking. Where you play, it's like Viking themed survival game. So like, it sounds like Rust. It, it, yeah, it, that's why I was avoiding it because it. it 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 sounded like Rust, and Rust bored the hell out of me. I found that such a boring game. Yeah, so you just like you get dropped into a world, and obviously all you have is your fists and your cloth rags, or whatever. And it's like yo, and then it sets up and says like, oh, there's these like five different bosses that you've got to kill, and then like bring back their like trophies or something, right? Their heads. Yeah, their heads, right? Literally. And then that, and then it's basically just open world, and it's like go. So you know, you you know, you do the usual thing of you punch a tree. Uh, and then you gather some wood, and then you gather some rocks from the ground, you make a workbench, you make an axe, etc, etc, etc. Your bog-standard survival game, you know, if you've played The Forest, you've played Minecraft, you've played Terraria, you've played, like, all of these other games, very similar to that. But for some reason, it seems to have just, like, taken over of, like, you know, it's, it's like, it, it wasn't, it kind of was like a sleeper hit, it just came out of nowhere. The trailer makes it look really boring and really awful. And then, but then, like, you just start playing it, and you're like, wow, this is, like, a Dark Souls, but if it was, like, a, like a weird, like, survival, it's like a mix between, like, a survival game and Dark Souls in terms of, like, the combat, and also, like, um... A single-player RPG as well, because yeah. there's, like, the character progression and stuff, which is persistent, so... Yeah. Every time you start, you you go into a seed or you go into the world that you're playing in on single player, but your character levels up. So the skill system is very similar to like, um, God, what was that game? EverQuest, maybe? Uh, maybe uh, where... yeah. Is it EverQuest? No, Oblivion is what I'm thinking oh, of. Okay, yeah, yeah, Oblivion, yeah, definitely. Where like, if your character jumps up and down 60 times, your jump levels up. Um, or if you stand in the water, your swim starts to level up and you start swimming around yeah. and stuff. If you run, your run levels up. Like, it's all that kind of stuff. So, so there's like a skill attached to everything. And when you die, those skills uh, decrease. Yes, you lose so, some experience, yeah. Yeah, which is, I think is a really cool death system. Mm-hmm. That's quite a punishing death system. But it's not punishing enough where you're like... Because if you die and then you die again before you get back to your corpse, you can still reclaim all your gear. Yes. Because uh, your corpse moves. Yes, and also if you die, as in if you die in rapid succession, then like there's like a it gives you like a buff, which basically means that you can't like skill drain no more stats, again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you can't just like constantly keep de leveling, which is which is also but, great. I think I think what, okay. So I want, I'm this is my this is my analysis of why this game has gotten so popular. Okay, in terms of like why people are one. 
like one, it's multiplayer, and the multiplayer, yep. the fact that it's multiplayer means that obviously in like COVID times, lockdown times, it's a great game to play play with each other. Like like for example, a game like Rust or a game like Terraria, great to play with with people and great to play together. The problem with a game like Rust is that it has PvP elements. So you're always fighting other people and then you can get trolled and it's awful. What Valheim has done, which is I would want to I want to say smart, but is also just kind of like duh, is that yeah, there is no PvP. There is no random there players. Is. It's just there like is. Okay, okay, you can turn it on, right? But it's not like you're not playing with random people. You know, exactly. People yeah. don't don't just turn up and pillage your your place, for yes, example. Yes, exactly. Right. So so it's 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 basically just a co-op game, which is fantastic, and I think that's what people are looking for right now. Something like low key, like they don't need to be like trolled online or like get owned, like get outplayed or get owned or whatever. You know that kind of thing. It's just like very chill, and also it's up to ten players. I almost wish it had a higher player cap, but like you know, I think ten players is more than enough to have the group your, your group of friends just like chill out and play together and you know go be vikings together essentially right how many are you playing with at the moment so i've i've played with several different groups so like when i started playing i was just playing solo and then i had some friends join me and we were all kind of like learning the game at the same time so that was we got to around like four or five people there but then i've also joined other people's servers where they've got like eight people nine people kind of playing and it's just it's interesting to see like Everyone's kind of at the same. So I haven't. I've tried to not spoil myself in terms of like the progression. So um, to to clarify, I've only gotten past like the first boss, and then basically we're, we're at the, we've just killed the first boss. So so I guess your progression now is you're at bronze. Yes. Yeah. 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 Literally yeah. just at bronze, and just figuring yeah. out like a little bit ahead of that, right? So so it seems like most people I've played with are kind of in the same in the same area of of yeah. Like we're just basically reaching the bronze age. Like we're going through yeah. the dark forest. What's it called? The black forest. Yeah, Black Forest. Yeah, yeah. Black Forest, and we've basically just got the Bronze Age. I haven't seen any content past that, or seen like the different bosses or anything. So um, I'm trying to not spoil myself. All I know is that uh, I had to get I, when I joined the server with eight people on it. They were farming. Like I didn't. I don't know why my survival brain didn't kick in and would go like, "Oh, if you make a bronze axe, you can cut down the harder trees that you couldn't cut down before." So when I yeah. was playing on my own, I basically spent all my bronze on making some armor and the weapon because I was like, "Why not?" <laughs> kind of thing. So well, that, that's we're currently stocking up for um, the next boss fight. So we're we're starting to build all of our bronze armor now. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, but we've just done all the bronze tools. Mm. So I've now got a what was it? Bronze axe that I just made. Yeah. Because uh, I've, I mean, originally I, I was like the, the the hunter, and then one of the other people in the group is the builder. Mm. So he would stay at home and build, and I would go out and get all the resources. Yeah. Um, but now I'm sort of like, well, I want to have a go at building, so mm. I've stayed home and and now I've realised I'm I'm no good at it, so I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get better at it. Because the building element is, considering this is an early alpha and it's like very early on in its development cycle. Yeah. The building is very solid. Oh, it's great! Isn't that's, like, that's that's another reason to me is that why this game is so popular, is because the building system is like accessible. It's easy to understand and and get to grips with. Um, it's forgiving in the sense that when you build stuff and you destroy it, you get your full refund on the item. So you don't feel yeah. like you know you're wasting. You don't have to be very careful with placing things and stuff like that. You kind of just like go nuts with with the resources you have, which is great. And then, yeah, it's just like you can actually make some really cool structures with it, like really, really cool it, looking buildings. It, like... it does feel like their development, they, they put a lot of thought into it mm. um, in that they don't want this game to feel punishing, but they also don't want it to feel too easy. Yeah, exactly. They've hit like a really nice sweet spot of like uh, accessibility and appro- uh, like, approachability as well. And for me, as you know, from probably from this podcast, you probably tell that I'm kind of like a nerd try hard like you know like when it comes to combat and stuff like that like they they've yeah yeah, a bit a bit min maxi and kind of like you know like really like like harder like mechanically intensive uh, like mechanically intensive things whereas like so in valheim they've managed to give that to me by adding like a parry system i think the parry i think the parry system is like it's pretty basic as for what it is but it feels really satisfying and it's really fun like it it, it, have you fought a troll yet yeah 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 is that how you fight the trolls with a parry? No. So with the trolls, I just you just I just kite them with with fire arrows. That's how we've been doing it. Yeah. Like we've been running around with fire arrows because, yeah. like, if you take a if you take a hit from a troll, you you're dead. Yeah, you just die. Oh, the, that was the funniest yeah. thing. Like when, the first time you find a troll, you're just like going around in the in the meadows in the forest, and you're just kind of like foraging stuff, and you suddenly like. What is where's that where's that thing moving? That huge blue thing. It's just a massive enemy. It's like the first enemy that's like 
bigger than a tree kind of thing and you're like oh yeah Jesus. It's, i mean it's massive yeah but it's, it's so janky looking like yeah the art for it is so bad so funny. I, I actually found that quite endearing mm. like um a lot of the stuff in this game is very like it, it feels the graphics almost feel like early wow yeah like because you know it's like the blocky characters um everything's a little bit janky but it's it's oddly beautiful considering yeah. it's it's so weird it's such an it sits in such a weird place but for another game like this to hit us during lockdown, we, we are so spoiled for amazing games. For sure, and and this one just ticks all the boxes because like you like we're all kind of kicking around and learning our own little parts of it and doing building and stuff. And every now and again, someone will be like, "Right, let's go and try the next boss." Mm. And we, we summon the second boss. My God, it is it's not even close to what the first boss is in okay. terms of difficulty. Okay. I'm not seeing no, no, yeah. no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. But yeah, um, but it's it's. It's like night and day different, I'm, like in I'm terms excited. of difficulty. Have you? I'm. Uh, I'm guessing if you've got an um, metal, you've been in like the burial chambers and stuff like that, like the yes, underground. Yes, yeah, yeah, we've been we've been farming yeah. like the burial chambers I, and stuff to get the cores. Yeah, when I first found those, I was like, that's that's kind of like one of the click moments for me, where I was like, all right, this game is more than I thought in terms of like you know like oh that's cool. There's like these cave systems and like these like underground sort of like dungeony areas and kind of like stuff like that, and I'm like, oh man, how you know in the other biomes are they going to be like even bigger dungeons and stuff like that i was like and even just finding like the randomly generated like like broken down buildings stuff like that like oh it's so cool yeah like it's not even that it's it's not it's not much but it's like enough to keep you like interested be like oh that's that looks cool and the other thing like you're saying with the art style right is that like you it's still got this weird like you know the textures are kind of like blocky and pixely kind of thing but it's the post processing effects that they've done and like the like kind of yeah. like the blur like the 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 ambient occlusion and like the the blur at long distances and stuff like that it makes the game and the lighting as well with the with the weather system like it just looks cool. great like the the depth of field as well just yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. The the water reflection. I, I I just before the podcast I built a bridge. Mm. So I built we've got a little like um house that we built uh, and that it's got like a small lake on all around it. So we have to kind of go through the lake to get to the land. Yeah. Um and I thought well let's build a bridge to make this a bit easier and like I put torches all on the bridge which reflect in the water. Oh wow that's lovely. So it just it. I mean, it's the, you've seen the game. Like, it looks like ass, mm. but it looks like beautiful ass. Yeah, it's it's so it's, it's just yeah. yeah weirdly like endearing. I guess it's like almost like your brain is like filling in the gaps because of like how yeah. low res the textures. But because it's low res textures, it means the game runs pretty well. At least it does on my computer. Like so smooth. Yeah, like I'm getting 60 FPS solid all the time. I think. I think there's another I... thing here that I want to point out, which goes to show that, like, because okay, also to to give even more context, this game is now like the third most played game on Steam. Like right now i think it has like th it it peaked over like 350k concurrent players which is insane especially for a game with like barely any marketing that just kind of came out of nowhere and was just you know it, you know it just played right but i think this really goes to show that like if you can make it and like because the game to be honest like on paper this is really well executed and really well done but it's not really doing anything like brand new you know what i mean it's just kind of like done a good job of amalgamating all of these other good mechanics and putting it, it together but what it has done but what 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 valheim does have over most other games that i early access and stuff like this is that it's not really that buggy like you can kind of just right click join on a friend and you're just like comment flying on a giant bird and you just play the game right compared to well, something like cyberpunk like, it... like yeah. yeah like cyberpunk it's so, it's so... sorry go on go on, go on. No, no. Um, uh, there's so much to talk about. This game is the problem. Yeah. Like, and you, you bring up points, and I'm like, no, no, that one. Yeah. That one. <laughs> um, the, the thing is, like, AAA games do this thing where they look amazing. They take 55 years to make, and they've got all this incredible music and stuff. And they're made by teams of like 300 people, yeah. which is fine. But if you want to make a change to that game, you, I mean, you know, from where we used to work, like making a change to a game is not a case of just making the change you have to put in a ticket put in a yep. request put in a business case blah 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 Be because there's so many people involved in that process if it's a development team i think this game is developed by two people um if it's just two people you just you, you literally just put the change in and make it work yeah so that's why these smaller games i think are a lot more successful yeah um like it's, it's really hard to kick off a new um like triple a game but kicking off a new game of this size as long as you get the the right kind of formula which is what they've got for this one mm. no problem at all and it's it's just it's amazing just how good this game is it's, like and how endearing it is yeah and it's also just the fact that it's like 
there's not really that I I, mean, I don't know if you've encountered any like massive like game breaking bugs or anything like that but like the fact I that think... it's like networked and it's multiplayer and it runs smoothly ah. it works I can just join friends we can just play together ah. okay have you encountered so, anything alright go on, go on yes go on. I've completely forgot like we have encountered a pretty massive bug okay. that is quite impactful and that's um, whenever the game updates so whenever there's a patch it will erase your server oh completely and it doesn't it there was no backups or anything De depending on the server system that you're using no backups oh. and it's because of the way the game updates it renames all of the server fi files dot old oh. and then the hosting services see dot old most of them automatically just erase those files oh. oh no so that that has caused us now we're making regular backups mm. so every time one of us logs out and there's no one else on we take a copy of the server at that time yeah because it's it's in alpha and, and this kind of, this is the kind of stuff that gets fixed. But until that gets fixed, that was not a nice thing to do. Because we, I mean, I spent a whole evening, uh, not last night but the night before, farming copper mm. with my stupid little trolley that I've taken oh, yeah. out. Oh yeah, oh my god, so funny. Which oh god, I hate them. But but again, great design. Mm. Um, that was filled with copper. Like I spent the whole night farming copper, and I was, I was wheeling it back, logged out and logged back in, and the server had completely restarted. Oh, Everything no. was gone. Um, so, so that was the game-breaking bug. But again, early alpha. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely understandable that these are, you know, th these are hap th these are issues that are happening. Mm. Um, and I'm absolutely not playing it right now while we're talking. Like, that would be <laughs> awful to assume. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually just, I'm just, I'm um, chopping trees. Is what I'm doing. That's fine, man. That's fine. Yeah. So, um, um, but, but so, um, so far we've got to the. We're about to do the second boss. We've just started building ships. Mm. Um, and we're sort of building like this little Viking town. So I, I came up with a suggestion of instead of having, because you know you can build portals. Yeah. So this is something I just discovered yesterday because obviously, uh, like someone chopped down a tree and I was like, oh, how did you chop the? And then gave me the fine wood because I didn't understand yeah. that you could do that. And then yeah. Well, that actually that actually brings up another point. Every time you say something, I'm like, there's ten more things I want to talk about. Yeah. The the recipe system is brilliant because it's a case of if you pick up the material, you get the recipe to use that material. Mm. Love it. Like, I, th that's great to me. There's no arsing about with, like, rare recipes and all loads of nonsense and stuff. It just it just works, and I like that. I, I will say it has a good side and a bad side. So the good, the good side is that, like, uh, it's a good way of introducing you to new things at, like, a slow pace. So it's like, you, you know, from the beginning of the game, you don't have to worry about, like, oh, I don't know how to craft, like you know, metal and stuff like that because you physically can't and you haven't found the material yet. So it, 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 it exactly. means that, yeah, like you get eased into the new recipes and as the game opens up, it's like a really good way to like slowly take on board more things as you get more comfortable with like the easy stuff. Like, oh yeah, just farming wood to build stuff, right? The downside to me is that like sometimes I found, well, actually this is also, okay, again, this one is also a double-edged sword because you also get the, the, when you find the re when you find the item, you then get the recipes, right? Of how to and sometimes those recipes are like necessary for you to progress through the game. But you do yeah. you do definitely get this oh, thing. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly, right. So you do def definitely get these these moments of like, oh, cool! It's like like it feels really good when you find a new new item and you find all these recipes and it's like you know this huge dopamine hit when you get like ten new recipes and you're like, oh my god, this game's got even more stuff, kind of thing, right? Which is amazing. But then what it can feel like on on the other end is that like some Sometimes you're you're not really sure, as in like you, there's times where you're kind of aimless and you feel like you've kind of looked at everything and you're like, I don't really know what to do now except for like keep farming copper until you like then go and craft stuff. But I guess then I guess it's more about like you should you should like the game is encouraging you through its mechanics to be more like uh, explorative, like just go just find stuff, pick up stuff, like craft things because you never know what it's going to unlock like in the tech tree because you can't just see like a huge tech tree of everything. You just kind of have to figure it out. And I, I guess I guess because it's a new game as well, there's like this element of mystery, which is quite cool as well. Um yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's great. We're, I'm loving it. Like I'm glad you are, man. Like I it's I've fallen in love with it. Like I'm so surprised cuz survival games are not usually ones that grab me. Mm. Uh, and this one has, has like really sucked me in. Like I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, man. Um, and the thing is as well, like like the progression system seems to be in in a way where once you hit your next kind of upgrade level, which at the moment is copper, and I'm assuming we're gonna. Because uh, have you been up into the snow yet? 
Uh, I have, but then as soon as I go into the snow, I it's basically freezing. Get, I just get frozen. I'm so yeah. I'm dying. So I'm assuming the the next button. I, I haven't looked. I'm I'm avoiding Wikipedia wherever possible because I don't want to cheat. Mm. I want to kind of enjoy this game as I go. I'm assuming the next boss is either going to give us the ability to withstand the snow or go out to sea. Yeah, yeah. So th that's one of the two biomes that we've got coming up and. It's cool how the game gives you this kind of like trickle progression so that once your server has done something, everyone on that server can then join you in whatever it's, whatever has been done. Yeah. Because we, we, had, we had a guy join us who we started playing and we got to the second boss. Kill, uh, I haven't killed it yet, but we spawned it. And as soon as he joined the, the server, he got the ability for the first boss. Mm, mm, mm. So, you know, it's the... Um, like the... What's it yeah. called? Yes, thank you, that. Uh, he got that ability. Yeah. And he hadn't killed the boss or done anything, but because he joined us on our server, he, he was granted it, which is cool. Mm. It means so that people can join your progression and, and not feel left out. Yeah, I think that's uh, good. A yeah. big problem with these survival games is that people can get left behind quite easily. Yeah, like, so, so um, to hark, like, this, what this game reminds me a lot of is, like, Terraria, and this is what also why Terraria was massively yeah, popular, yeah. because, like, Terraria was, like, you know, really good co-op game, and it has like, a good sense of progression and loot, and, like, the whole mystery thing of, like, figuring out what the next thing to do is. I think it's a little harder to do it in Terraria without having the wiki open, but, like, um, yeah, yeah, Terraria definitely does that, but what this game does, which Terraria doesn't do, is that, um, in this game, when a new person joins and they start, they kind of, like, you know they ha they don't have the high enough skill levels and stuff like that, but the the you don't have like a skill requirement to equip something. You know, for example, you could just give them a bunch of end gear. You could just give them a bunch of your gear that you currently have lying around, and they can just use it. And then probably and like you said, like gain the abilities of like the bosses, like the Ikther ability and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas like in Terraria, the problem is that to get your increase your max HP and your max uh mana, you had to like farm these like heart crystals, and the the heart crystals that were in the world were limited. Like you couldn't actually like. They weren't like an infinite source resource that you had to like actually go and find them. So if you had a friend who joined a world late, it meant that they were basically had to have like 100 HP for like hours and hours and hours while everyone else had like 400 HP because they'd been playing for ages, which sucked. It was really bad. Uh, but this game seems to get around that because like your also I really like the the food system as well like the fact that your oh, HP <laughs> yeah the fact that your HP yeah. is determined by the different variety of food that you have yes so it means that you don't just farm one thing you're encouraged to actually like make different um like food items stuff well, like that so that becomes a problem when your server starts getting uh, clogged up with people oh no uh, because you have to be I mean someone needs to be cooking nearly all the time because we're going through so much food now. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and we're not entirely sure like, how the respawning and stuff works yet because we don't know. Like, you know, you pick blueberries yes. and uh, raspberries and stuff. Uh, we don't know if they respawn or if they are respawning or if they regrow or whatever. If we don't know if it's possible to grow them because we haven't looked that up and I don't want to look it up. Okay, I won't say um, But the, the one thing we did work out, um, which I think one of the guys did look online a little bit, was the taming. Yes. So taming a boar. Okay, yeah. The... Uh, yeah, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, so so we tamed a boar, mm -hmm. uh, and then we tamed a second boar, and we we're like, "There's a piggy," and obviously they they're having babies, and then we were like, "Oh, so this is how you farm yes. uh, leather scraps?" Yeah, um, which is what that is. Like, it's a, it's literally a leather scrap. I think farm. I think I think that is maybe my first gripe with the game is that like farming leather scrap takes goddamn forever, and I think I think the game should tell you more about i think i think the way the game tells you about taming is you know there's like those like uh viking sort of like statues that you can read kind of thing yeah and it tells That's you in like, it, about it. yeah it tells you in like a cryptic yeah. poem that you can like feed boars and then they tame yeah. them but but like really what you should do is like yeah like the boar farm and getting the leather scraps is like so important in the early game and it's like i've heard so many friends who basically like every single person i've heard i've played the game with or have talked to the game about they've just complained about how they can never find any kind of leather scraps early on so like you know i would definitely say to people who are getting into the game if they are listening like just tame tame a boar early Get get a boar friend. Get two boar friends. Either that, yeah. or do what we did and lose your server. Okay. Uh, so we had no choice. We lost the server, and then when we when we picked a new server, we didn't use seeds, but we just kept. Excuse me. We kept. Well, I've got the hiccups now. We kept reloading until we got one that had like a little bit of water nearby, um, lots of deer around, and lots of lots of plants. Mm. And what we've now got is we've got raspberries all around us. We've got deer spawning almost constantly nearby. And it's it's just made it so much easier to get started in a place like that. But without like try to avoid finding like optimal seeds and stuff because that stuff sucks. Mm -hmm. um, instead, just just re reload a few times until you get one that looks a bit more interesting. Yeah. 
because this, this game can be a real pain in the ass if you um, start in a bad seed. <laughs> Have you seen how big the map is if you zoom out? It's, it's almost infinite. Like, it's... It's, so I can't work out if that circle is, is the map limit or if that's just what we see so far and it's more of a globe. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I'm not sure. But um, I don't think I'm anywhere close to like getting to the edge of the map. So oh god, I'm like, never going to get to the edge. Like you could run. It seems like you could run for days and not get there. Yeah, like I've like honestly, I haven't even started sailing yet. Like I haven't even touched the water or made a boat so much as because I and I know other people have been because they they're on. I think there are islands in the game, but as in as far as there are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I haven't I haven't gone on a boat yet. I'm still oh so. So there's stuff that happens out in the sea that, that I'm, I, I don't want to spoil this yeah. one because this was actually really cool to come across. Uh, but there, there was stuff that happened while we were out in the sea, and I was just like, "Oh, well, okay then." Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> it feels like it's a big it's a big part of the game, considering you can build like different a... types of boats and stuff as well, which I think yeah. was really cool. Like, yeah. So it's a big journey of discovery. The whole game is, and, and there's just so much going on as you play. Yeah. Like, and there, there, there was a point yesterday where I was like, okay, I think I've seen everything now. And then I realized, no, I've seen everything in this tier. Yes, exactly. Right. right. Like, how, yeah. how how much further does it go? Because I've got all these, like, exactly. I mean, I have gold. So I'm assuming, as in, like, you know, gold coins. So I'm assuming yeah, at some yeah. point you there can must be trade it. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Can trade it with someone. Or does that mean you're going to find, like, human, like, other human enemies? Like, are you going to find, like, an, are you going to go across the sea and find, like, a human town or something like that? Like, I feel like there's going to be NPCs like there is in Minecraft mm. that you can interact. I feel like that's what's coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, though, because, again, I've not looked. And yeah. I don't want to cheat on that part. Exactly right. Um, It's just, it's, it's so... It, it's so weird that this just came out of nowhere as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just literally <laughs> came out of nowhere, and now it's super popular. Like, I think yeah. I think it appeals to like lots of different types of players as well. Like, you know, for me, you got like you know, I, I really enjoy the combat mechanics. So like parrying stuff and killing things is good, and it feels punishing, and you like miss and you get hurt. Like it's punishing enough, but also that like people are able to go through that, like much like Dark Souls, by like just having better gear and stuff like that. But yeah. then also appealing to like the people who like building things and making towns and making cool structures and stuff like that. Because like you know, there's a there's a surprising amount of customizable. Like you know, you can build pretty cool structures. Like I've seen some stuff on Reddit of like people's houses and stuff like they look crazy also the fact that there is also like you have to build like an, a structurally sound building like do you know about this like you actually have to use like the yes. beams yes, so the, and stuff yeah yeah so like, like this is what i'm doing at the moment is i'm, I'm currently building like a, a hunting lodge mm. and to do that i'm building like it's it's going to be like a circular tower effectively with a lodge on the ground floor with a big fireplace and the next floor is going to be like um like a shooting range mm. Uh, and then the floor after that is going to be like a viewing range, so you can see across the forest. Yeah. And as you're stacking up, like the 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 tiles change color mm. depending on the weight limit that's being attached to them. And like the the, the building keeps collapsing because I've I've like misbalanced the weight and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Like I'm I'm really happy with that. Like that that's cool. Yeah, I think it's very cool. It's making the building seem really interesting. Yeah. Like and then obviously you know at some point you're going to be able to build stone structures and stuff like that. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea how, but you know like um. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to play more. I want to play more. Uh, but it's definitely a type, you know, one of those games where you can just, you could literally sit there and play like Valheim for the whole day. I think that's the other well, thing. It's a very because... Moorish game. Like, yeah, it's good because I currently do have a lot of free time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. I'm like, oh um, man, I want to play more. I want to play more Valheim, but I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna be playing it all night tonight. Like, uh, yeah. I'm. We've actually built a little server around it. We've got a little community. Mm. It's just, it's just so much fun. Yeah, that's like, awesome. and we're really enjoying it. So, like, I'm, I'm glad we found this game now because it's, uh, it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's Valheim. Like, we, we could probably talk about that all night. Yeah. Um, but next up is the other obsession of mine. And I'm hoping Ollie's as well is One Division. Mm. Um, so it's an episodic show, um, based in the Marvel universe, and it's a very new experiment for Marvel. They're trying something a little bit avant-garde. Mm. Um, very unusual storytelling using very strange rules and, and like strange methods to actually tell this amazing story of one of the more popular characters, which is Wanda, who is also known as the Scarlet Witch and her husband Vision, who quite tragically dies at the end of, um, uh, Infinity, not Infinity War, Endgame. Uh, and then suddenly he's alive in this to everyone's confusion because he absolutely should not be alive. Mm Um, so... We're now on what episode six? Yes, episode six? six. I think. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's so the show started out in this kind of like bewitched style. So bewitched from like the nineteen sixties or seventies, 
was a black and white TV show about a, a witch living in like suburban LA with her husband who was a mortal. Uh, it started out in that way, and then uh, the next episode kind of went forward uh, ten years in TV to like um, like Brady Bunch kind of era. I think it went to next, yeah. uh, and then it, since then it's kind of progressed, and and now it's at this weird point where um, it's stopped progressing. And now we're realizing that it's this like whole meta universe inside inside Earth. Like, Wanda is effectively creating this like instance of a town yeah. that she completely controls, and it's just gone crazy. Well, like, I, I take it you've seen the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So, so the latest episode, yeah. I really like the theming because uh, for me, growing up being a nineties kid, it was themed around Malcolm in the Middle, uh, kind of like that yes. kind of, that style of, of of TV show, and that was really cool. Like the intro was like, oh my god, this is just Malcolm in the Middle kind of thing, <laughs> which was uh, very cool. Um, but yeah, the the latest episode was interesting because it's obviously the most modernized now because you know we're getting to the it's cat like the TV world is catching up with the real world kind of thing yeah. slowly. But there was that cool, I mean that cool reveal at the end or the last few moments of the episode was very 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 cool. Um, my God, like I, I was I was like on the edge of my seat at that point. I was I was actually getting angry. It was so good. Yeah, it was like. Yeah. Uh, it so I mean can we can we go full spoilers on this yeah, one for yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. Let's, go, let's go full. I, right, I think so people know, yeah, if, yeah. Yeah. If you've not seen uh episode six of WandaVision, this is gonna be quite a spoiler heavy discussion. So uh at the end of the show, um Vision tries to escape the 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 hex is what it's called. Yes, the hex. The hex, called the hex? Yeah. Yes. Um and nearly dies as he gets outside, and then Wanda to save him expands the hex like and starts taking over like the whole city and and it absorbs the is it the sh- sword. sword sword yeah absorbs the sword institution and it's just like holy shit things are going crazy now because like suddenly nearly all of sword have now been sucked into the universe and turned into clowns mm-hmm. which is great <laughs> which i found really funny but then the director is the only thing that doesn't get pulled in mm. um what well, and oh what's also me, crazy is that like um the, uh, that like at the outskirts of the town, you can see that Wanda's control of the area is like waning or like you know failing because yes. people are kind of like repeating their actions and doing dumb stuff. Uh, it's it's pretty great in terms of like showing you that like Wanda's control is not infinite. Like she's not able to oh, manage everything. She... Yeah, yeah. It's almost like have you ever seen Bruce Almighty? Yes. Yeah. 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 So... You know when um, when he turns on the prayer thing, so so he's like, now you can hear everyone's prayers. Yes. And he's like immediately overwhelmed by how many people are praying, mm. and he's like, oh my god, there's so so much. And he's like, yeah, that's just the people in your local town. Yeah. Like that's not even that's not everyone in the world. That's just like in the in whatever it was, like the a couple of square meters around where he was. Yeah. Um, and it, it reminded me of that, like that that that's what Wanda's now dealing with is that she can't physically keep people doing everything they need to be doing when she can't see them mm. um and it's only when she's really interacting with them that she actually gives them commands yes and the fact that they're all starting to like talk to her like you know is this right like do you want us to do this again all that kind of stuff. yeah it's just there's so much going on there's so much in this show and it's it, it constantly surprises me that this is a marvel show mm. it's crazy like, right? yeah. yeah it's because it's, it's not what we're used to from the Marvel universe, which is usually quite cheesy storylines and quite easy to follow like dialogue and content. Mm. This is like a whole new level. And I'm I'm just so intrigued to see how it ends. Like I really want to see it end, but at the same time, I don't want it to end. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's like two or three episodes left, right? I think. Uh, I want to say 12 total. Oh, they say there's gonna be 12. I might be wrong. Wow. I, might, I might be wrong. That'd be cool. Like I want to say 12, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah. So, so I mean, Interesting to see where it goes because obviously now that Wanda has expanded the hex and now Vision is obviously more aware that there is a world outside, right? That he he's able to talk, yeah. But um, which he can't be part of because he doesn't exist in it. Yeah, exactly. Like he's dying as he leaves, tries to leave, right? So, um, but also like you know that that really harrowing conversation with Agnes, where where he like freed Agnes and he tried to yeah yeah yeah, and tried to like talk to her, and then she told him like you know you're dead, am I dead? Kind of thing, you know, like, and she's not really sure what's going on. And also, Darcy also got absorbed by the hex. So I mentioned. No, I'm so excited. She, she, the, the, I think what's happened there is 
it, it almost feels like they're writing the show as it goes now. Mm-hmm. Which, which I'm not sure if, if I'm right in saying that, but if, it feels like they're starting to react to the fan theories. Because mm. like, everyone's fallen in love with Darcy. Yeah. Like, she's such a popular character. They, they'd be insane to kind of exclude her from the main storyline. And now Darcy is becoming this like central character. Yeah. Which is, which is unusual because I think she was just there to be like the us. Yeah. Uh, like we're viewing the show and she's just there to be kind of us viewing the show. Mm. So it's odd. Like I'm not sure how, like how they're actually doing it and how they're writing it, but that's how it feels to me. Like they're reacting to how fans are finding things more popular. Mm. Cause also don't forget this is a Marvel thing and it's led by Disney and you know, they have a team of 6 billion marketers yeah. probably scanning the market every second for any mention of this, this show. Yeah. And how people are interacting with it. So I do feel like they might be, they, 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 almost like there might be two or three different versions of the show. Mm. And like de- depending on how popular that week's thing is, they go with the next episode as this is what's going to happen, or that's going to happen, or whatever. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm I've been a marketer for too long. I'm suspicious of everything that's like market successful now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just such a good show. Yeah, like it's great. And like, how do you think it's going to end? Like, what do you think it's going to go to? <sighs> I don't know. So, so there's, so there's one other thread that hasn't really been explored here, which is that there is something else going on inside of Westview, as in like some other power, some other force. It's not just Wanda. At least I feel like there is something else, some other villain at play here. And yeah. clearly, the head of Sword or whoever the guy, you know, the the dumb director guy. Is aware of it. Yeah, is aware of it and is doing something around it. Whether this is like a plan to like try and re- resurrect Vision or something at the end of the day, maybe it's to do with that. Um, but also like you know, understanding the extent of Wanda's power, I don't think she can resurrect Vision, right? Like that's no, she can't because in the Marvel universe there is a, a rule: you can't resurrect the dead. Yeah, you can't. Like it's not possible. That's why one of the Infinity Stones is the death stone or the life stone and the way that you earn that stone is by sacrificing a life yes you have to make it but if if death was possible to be undone it would make that sacrifice completely meaningless yeah yeah so yeah so it's 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 a strange one mm, so so yeah i guess they're not really gonna revive vision but um and also i don't think they would do that and also from like a more like meta standpoint i don't think they'd do that in a tv series and then you know like if vision suddenly appears in like the next like big budget marvel film and then you know viewers who didn't watch wandavision would be like oh why is vision here didn't he die or something you know well that's the thing is i think we're also now in a new era of entertainment like tv is back in a big way because everyone's sitting at home watching tv no one's in the cinema anymore so movies are no longer the big delivery method for like big stories yeah it's it's tv like we've i mean the, the moment we've got that river something rich rich dale whatever it's called bridge i can't remember Bridgeton. it's bridge that's it yes that and that, that's massive everyone's loving that we had tiger king last year which oh, everyone God. was mad on we've got stranger things which might as well be a movie it's it's amazing like we've had all these incredible shows that have got the production values of a movie, but they're just they're served through Netflix or whatever. And I definitely think that TV has has, has had a huge comeback in the, particularly through the pandemic as well, because it's not been battling with cinema anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I I think that that's why we're starting to see these stories being told in this way, because it's probably the best and most efficient way to do it. Yeah. It's but it's it's mind blowing. Wonder Vision is like it, like I said last week as well. My mum's into it, so she's like asking me about the metaverse and stuff, and I'm like, mum, the hell? Yeah, <laughs> this is geeky stuff. This is not for you. What <laughs> happened? Yeah, but yeah. We were talking about it today, in fact, and she she was giving me all these theories and stuff, and I was like, I love the fact that you're theory crafting a Marvel show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? But yeah, so Wonder Vision. Um, Big, big, amazing. Uh, but we, I guess we can move on because, you know, I'm aware that we've, uh, we're have we skipping through time. Yes, yes, we are. My next point, which is a very unusual one. I don't know if Ollie understands what I'm talking about. I have here, no the idea. Point is so... PS5 and the Furious Tokyo Drift. It's actually a play on the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yes. And it's that the PS5 has now reported a very similar issue to the Nintendo Switch, which is controller drift. Oh, God. So, obviously, people have spent... Yep. People have spent all this money on this very very expensive very premium console and uh so there's issues with it um if you leave it on overnight and then you turn it back on and so if you leave it on standby overnight and you turn it back on sometimes it just won't turn on at all like in any way shape or form it just won't turn on which is kind of crap 
Yeah, there's there's these problem. There's so many problems with it apparently, um, and one of the other ones is the controller drift, which we all know from Nintendo was a, a pretty colossal problem. Yeah, it sucks. It's actually yeah, it, the it's worst. it's right. terrible. Like, and it's terrible that Nintendo are doing nothing about it as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, the the PS5 now has the Nintendo drift issue, um, which I just found a bit like oh. It's a bit unusual for Nintendo, uh, for Sony to have a quality problem. Because if one thing Sony are known for, it is that they're usually quite high quality. Yeah. Just not in this case. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, what do you what do you think about that? Uh, have you got a PS5? No, so so I think I'm actually going to skip this console generation until there's something that really sells me on it. Because it seems like most things are going to be coming to PC anyway. And there's not really like, a, like the only exclusive that kind of... You know, I raised an eyebrow at, at was Demon Souls, but like even now, it seems to have just like you know, just gone with the wind. You know, kind of like yeah, no one cares about yeah, it. Yeah, like like you know, I I I know the PS5 is out, but I'm not hearing people talk about like PS5 games and stuff like that as if it was like a huge thing. I guess maybe that's just because of the gaming ecosystem I'm in, in terms of like everyone's just playing PC basically. So yeah, plus there aren't any PS5 games. Yeah, but there's none. Yeah, exactly. Right. So so it's kind of like. Oh, I don't really need a PS5 or I need an Xbox Series X or whatever. You know, like I'm happy with my Switch and my PC. So and the Switch is the Switch is continually smashing it as well. Yeah, exactly right. I think it's just the portability. Like I think that, that's great that you can just like play it. Like you can just take it, go play it, sit, play it on your couch, play it on your bed, play it wherever. You know, like I I mainly used it when I was going out and about, like traveling. Obviously, can't because of lockdown. But um. Mm. You know, so my switch, my switch, my switch, my my switch games are all just sitting there, like waiting to be played, essentially, because I'm always at my PC. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. In terms of like PS5, like if I'd ever get one, but uh, like especially not hearing, especially not you know now hearing about this drifting stuff. Like how, how are people well, not, not that, like, tech issues as well? Yeah, like it, it just doesn't work the console at some points. Oh. Like it just randomly decides to just not work, and that to me is not a premium console. That's a very, very bad thing yeah. for a very expensive and very hard to get console to do. Because mm. then you imagine it: if that happens, you need to get it repaired. It, it, are repairs scarce? Like, is it hard to get stuff repaired? Are replacement parts scarce? Like, like, what happens? Like, what are you signing up for at this point? Yeah, exactly. Right. I just, I, I just, I'm so saddened by how cheap this console generation feels. Mm. Like, you know, what I mean? it it doesn't feel like um like a a premium thing anymore. It feels more like like almost like oh yeah, the PS 5s out. <laughs> Get it if you want it. And it's not an excitement to me. It's more of a disappointment, and it's a shame because you know it's usually exciting when a new console comes out. Mm. Yeah, man. It should. Uh, yeah, I guess this is it. Like there wasn't as big of a fanfare of like you know um. You know, with the previous console generations, yeah, in terms of like this one, like it didn't really blow, blow, uh, blow anything out of the water. But you did remind me. Uh, oh, maybe, or maybe is this? Oh, is this the room? Is this the rumor that we? That is the next rumor, the point on the agenda. I just we realized. We can move to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so is so the next point on the agenda is Silent Hill rumors. Is this related to the idea that Microsoft are going to be buying all of the Konami IPs? Yeah, sort of. Um, so it's, it's actually a. Amalgamation of those things because I've been reading online uh, on a lot of news websites and stuff as well that there are rumors that there's a Silent Hill uh, remake or remaster on the cards. Mm. Um, this sort of followed the fact that there's been talk of Microsoft buying the uh, all the Konami IPs, specifically the Silent Hill ones. Uh, and I wondered, I'm, I'm glad you did kind of know something about this because I wondered first if you if you knew anything about this weird rumor milling that's going on around silent hill no, no. it being a franchise that's like not been had had a new entry since what 2012 yeah i mean well i mean there was pt i guess if is that what you talk is that what you're referring to well, it doesn't really so, count but you know like that was so for me pt is the reason they should be re- remaking them because you know, you, remember, you remember when that came out the demo came out and then suddenly they pulled the demo from the store because obviously kojima left yeah and the game kind of fell apart. People were selling PS4s for like a thousand pounds on eBay just because it had the PT demo on it. Yeah, exactly right. So surely someone sitting at Konami has sat there and gone, "Hang on, maybe people want this title." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 
and it's just that there are some rumors now cropping up that there is going to be a Silent Hill remaster, like a new engine remake of the original, which would be incredible. Because the, the did you ever play the first Silent Hill? No, but I've watched playthroughs and videos of it. It's 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 a masterpiece that game is. Mm-hmm. It's it's genuinely terrifying. Like it's 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 unnerving to to play through. Uh, it's it's great. It's a great game. Yeah, I I, um, I know about the Silent Hill, like. It's very smart in the way that it it makes the game like they have the fog system right to like make yeah. the game feel like creepier and like you can't really see far very far. But also because it helps with the technical like you know the the um... that was the entire reason for it. Yeah. it was a it was a a, technic- a technical issue. Yeah, yeah, as in like they couldn't draw yeah. very far, so it's kind of like exactly, a double. Yeah. yeah, they got like a two in one play with it, which is pretty cool. Uh, very yeah. smart. I like that. I always like the smart workarounds of like limitations of game of of uh of things in games, but you turn the limitation into a uh like feature or like a selling point or like a good thing, right? Yeah. That was the whole thing in the nineties for games. Like um, a lot of games were designed the way they were because they physically couldn't operate in the way that one people wanted them to. Yeah. Exactly right. Which, which which is amazing. Like I mean, you had this this aesthetic from Silent Hill, which was the the fog. Um, it was purely there because the PlayStation was like would die if it tried to run it um, at the level that they wanted to run it, which was like a whole town being rendered at the same time. Because mm-hmm. uh, the 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 PlayStation used to use, I think it was called circular rendering. Yes. Where you only see in like a circle around the character, mm-hmm. um, and obviously. With the limitations of the console and the, and the fact that the uh, character skins were quite—I wouldn't say they were high definition, but they were—they were quite high quality. For the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was—it was effectively sucking the life out of the system. <laughs> mm. It was cool. Like, uh, have you played any other Silent Hill games? Like any of them at all? Or... No, I—I I, I remember watching my cousins play them when I was very young. But also, I'm a huge—I'm uh, very scared of uh, horror games and stuff like that. So these ones are particularly scary. Yeah, exactly. So I'd be like. <laughs> I mean, they scared me. So one of my one of the reasons I broke a window when I was young. Uh, in fact, I broke a patio door. Um, and my my PlayStation was set up in like a we had like a flat on the back of our house, mm. and it was set up right next to the 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 patio doors at the back going onto the garden. Yeah, I'm sitting there playing Silent Hill with this, and remember the, the analog controller then the first analog controller was really heavy and really fat, and like it it must have weighed like a kilo. It was huge. Mm. Um, and I just finished the first the the school in Dark Side, and it gone back to Light Side, which is like the normal kind of deserted town, but in the daytime feel. And I was obviously terrified after going through the school and all these ghosts and monsters and beasts and stuff attacking me. And just as I was calming down, this little child ghost just ran past me and squeaked, and I shit myself. Like I threw the controller in the air, it went straight through the window, smashed all the glass, and that, that was why I didn't have my PlayStation for like two months. <laughs> And that's why Silent Hill smashed my uh, my, my patio doors. So that was fun. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, excuse me. Oh no. Uh, but yeah, so that was uh, the rumors of Silent Hill. But I guess the last point we've got now is uh, you've promised me some trivia yes, after trivia. our amazing things. Yes. So... so I'm I am I am just conscious of time. So I'm going to limit you. I'm, let me get up a timer. I'm going to limit you to three minutes. Uh, okay. Hold on. Um, let me get up a timer. Alright, so as soon as I say, as soon as I, I finish, as soon as I say go, you gotta start, okay? Just say go. Alright, no. <laughs> okay. You have to name as many video games in the Mario franchise as possible in three minutes. Oh, God. Go. Okay, Mario 1, 2, and 3. So, uh, Mario, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, Yoshi's Island 2, Yoshi's Story, Yoshi's Story 2. Um,. Super, the Mario parties, all of them. The Mario Kart. Oh come on! All you are, you are, like, how how many Mario parties are there? There's like thirteen of them now. I think 13. twelve or thirteen. Yeah, twelve. There's like twelve of them. Okay. Twelve or thirteen, okay. and the Mario Karts. There's nine of them. Uh, eight on the main series, and then there was the um, spin-off on the DS. God, I'm doing so much math in my head. Oh, wait. God, um, how many of the Mario games are there? Mario's missing. Um, uh, the, all the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and whatever it's called, something in time, Partners in Time, I think it's called. Yes. Are uh, we doing Luigi's Mansion as well? Because there's Luigi's Mansion 1, 2, and 3. Uh, it's not a Mario game, it's a Luigi game. Mario's in them. Alright, fine. Alright, I'll give it to yeah. you. Smash Brothers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, God, oh, Mario 64, uh, Mario Sunshine, Galaxy 1 and 2, 
Uh, 3D World, um, nice. Super Mario 3D. Uh, that's another one. Um, oh God, uh, Mario 128 or whatever it's called. 128. Yeah, the 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 battle royale one on the Switch. Oh God, Whatever yeah, I forgot um, this thing. Yeah, it's like Super Mario sixty or something. It's called. Yeah. Um, God, what am I missing? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's hundreds. There's so many. Uh, oh, Mario Tennis, Mario Soccer, um, all the Mario Tennises and all the Mario Soccer games. Oh, a few you got, you got, you got. Give me a number of how many there are. So Mario Tennis, there's like three, I think. Okay. Uh, soccer games, I think there's two. Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Five. Uh, for some reason, why they suddenly turned up at the Olympics, I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else is there? Oh god, I don't think there's ever been a cooking game. Uh, is it a fighting game? No, Smash Brothers would be the closest we've got for that. Are you Dancing, counting every uh... Smash Bros. game? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, so yeah. there's six of them, isn't there? So six then, Smash games. Now you're at forty-eight, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mario. Oh, Mario Rabbids. That was a massive mm. one on the Switch. That was such a good game as well. 49. Um, 30 seconds left. Uh, Mario. Mario Dead Soul. Dead Space. No, that's not a game. <laughs> Mario Resident Evil. That's not a game either. Um, what's a fitness game with Mario in it? Hmm. Is that? Yeah. Got five seconds. Well, it's not really a fitness game, but... Two. I think. One. Time. Right. Oh, Mario, uh, Wii Sports. Never mind. That doesn't count. You now. got 14... What was it? 49 or 50, I think. Say 49. Wii Sports doesn't count. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good at three minutes. That's a lot. Give me some of the key ones that I missed. All right. Donkey Kong. <laughs> Well, that doesn't count. That's not a Mario yeah, man. game. That's a jump man. Game. It's jump man. He's 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 the okay. The first, the first Donkey Kong. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's point. what I mean. Yeah, the first, yeah. the first, the, right. the first Donkey Kong. Okay, um, <laughs> Mike Tyson's Punch Out. He is he is oh, he yes. is in Punch Out. <laughs> yes, you're right. Uh, apparently he's in Tetris for the Game Boy he Color. He is in Tetris. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, for- you forgot about Doctor Mario. So all the all, oh, all Doctor Mario yeah. games. Yeah. Um, there's Mario teaches typing. Uh, there is Mario Paint. Uh, oh yes, yes there there's is. so many. There's there's so many here that I've not even heard of. I I don't think you said it. Mario is missing. I did say Mario is okay, missing because that. that that's a bit of a, a meme from when I was very young. Yeah. Mario's missing is a game where it was like it, it was like an encyclopedia game. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you travel around the world learning facts about like Germany and Spain and stuff, and you and you're playing it like. This is not the Mario I remember. This is not Mario. And then there's also Hotel Mario, which is a fun yes, one. Yes, I actually thought Mario missing uh, Mario is missing had Hotel Mario in no, it, so that's why I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah, separate. I remember Hotel Mario. Yeah, separate. Um, the craziest one I've seen here that I've never heard of before is um, Excite Bike, Excite Excite Bike, Excite Bun Bike. Bun Mario Battle Stadium for the yeah. Satellaview in 1995. Yeah. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think uh, I don't think you said Mario Sunshine. I did. I said Mario Sunshine. Okay. I cheated a little bit and just went you through. Just, yeah, Mario you, you just went through like head. you just went like every every mainstream Mario game was like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but Mario yeah. one, two, and three are literally Mario one, two, two and three. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. there's, like... uh, there's also the Wario game. So there's Wario yeah. um, six golden coins. Um, the WarioWare titles. God, there's so many Wario games yeah, as well. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yet to be a Waluigi game though. Mm. <laughs> You forgot. We still want to see Waluigi Breath of the Wild, but, but carry on. You forgot two of the most important Mario games. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Oh, that's such a good game. And Have you played it? Uh, no, but I've watched it. It's, 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 it's cool. It's, it's very so chill, cute. right? Yeah, it's very it, It's fun to play with someone else as well. Yeah. And my personal favorite. Puzzle and Dragons Z plus oh, Ma- Super Mario Bros. Edition. Oh! Super Mario Run, the mobile game. Yes, that's about it. That. Yeah. You, you didn't yep, say about that one. Yep. Uh, Mario Kart Tour. I, it, you said, no, you said... I said all the Mario Kart. Oh, okay, okay. All the Mario, all the Mario I, I, don't, I don't think I said Tour, but it's... Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> also, I'm glad you said Super Mario 3D World, because that's what you... Like, the one yeah, that you've been playing. Yeah, that. you said... <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Well, 
there you go. Good. Well, thank you. There you go. If you want a fun game to play with your friends, uh, you can try and test them on how many Mario games there are, uh, and see if you can beat Clark's score of fifty, of uh, a good score in three minutes. Oh, it won't be difficult. Yeah. Um, but I'll definitely have to come up with another one for you for next week because um, I think this is kind of a good idea the trivia question yeah it's just a dumb it's, fun uh, thing yeah. to do right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, alright but I guess that's all we've got for the podcast this week uh, thank you for listening it's been uh, great as always great to chat Ollie mm-hmm. uh, for those rare moments that we get um, if you want to follow us you can follow us at Sunshine Tavern on Twitter Sunfire or at Tavern. Sunshine Tavern Sunf- Sunshine Super Super, super, super Sunfire <laughs> Tavern thank you yeah <laughs> at Sunfire Tavern on Twitter and at Sunfire Tavern on uh, Instagram. Uh, you can also listen to us on Spotify, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes. Uh, we post once a week, so we upload a podcast each week. Usually goes up on Mondays or Tuesdays, and Ollie does the editing, and I just tell him to do the editing and make up the weak <laughs> excuses as to why I'm not actually doing it, which is this week I no longer have access to my Adobe suite, so I'm using that as my excuse, but it's mainly because I've been playing so much Valheim, I just don't have the time. <laughs> That's fine. Thank you so much for listening. Ollie, uh, any last words? Uh, nope. Uh, please play Valheim. Please watch WandaVision. Please test your friends on Mario. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening. And don't as buy always. PS5. Yeah, don't <laughs> buy PS5. Uh, th- yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.